You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 177. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello today. How are you? I hope you are doing well. I'm so excited. It's starting to rain here in Northern California and there's this gentle drip, drip, drip outside my window right now where I record my podcast. So it is very exciting for me. We don't get a lot of rain here. So this is a lot of fun. Anyway, um, I don't think I've done an episode on judging other people. And so I wanted to talk about that today. Whenever we judge someone, we want them to be different. We want someone to be different and we wish we could control them. Who doesn't want to control everybody, right? Wouldn't it be great if we could tell other adults how to behave and they would just do what we tell them to do? Now, if this was something that was possible for us and I could teach you that, I would be all over it. I would make a fortune teaching people how to control and manipulate each other. And it sounds horrible when I call it control and manipulation instead of judgment, right? But this is exactly what we want when we complain on social media that people are behaving differently than we believe they should. We blame a defense attorney for inconveniences to our lives because they should have done things differently. When we ruminate and fume about a client who expects us to answer emails and gets upset when we don't. When we beat ourselves up for doing something we think we should have done, like follow through on a to-do list item. Yes, we want to control ourselves the same way we want to control other people. We want perfect hindsight and we want to behave perfectly all the time. We think we should be able to be annoyed, angry, and shame other people, including ourselves, into taking different actions. Now, if you want to spend your energy there, you are welcome to do so. What I'm offering you here in this episode is a way for you to take back control of your time, energy, and brain power to use them in a way that is more impactful for you. And you can use that newfound time, energy, and brain power to implement systems that will help you avoid some of the same issues in the future so that you can see red flags so that that maybe you didn't before when you're allowing a client to hire you. So you can make more billables that you otherwise would have spent ruminating and spinning out in what-if land. What-if land is where you hypothesize every potential outcome and you don't problem solve. You just spin out like you're on a merry-go-round and you don't take the time to think through predicting outcomes, which we talked about in episode 176. There is a much better way to get what we want in our lives when we keep our brain's resources. And I'm going to help you do that as we go through this episode. And I'll give you some questions to start asking yourself so you can begin this process today. Before I do, I want to invite you to my latest masterclass this Saturday. I call it my calendar masterclass for lawyers, but it is so much more than that. I help the lawyers who come change how they think about the way they are approaching their practice to calm the overwhelm and get focused on what's most important to them. And during this course, 
uh, I offer you a 90-day challenge that will help you improve everything in your practice and your life using the system I offer you. I've seen how implementing these practices helps shift my clients and even attendees to this event, and they've told me their progress. I see it. It is amazing. And if you want to have more time, feel lighter, and start really enjoying your life again, join us Saturday. It's at 8 a.m. Pacific. And if you absolutely can't make it Saturday, I send out a replay that's up for a few days. But I encourage you to show up live. We just have a better energy that we bring to our life when we show up, dig in, and get to work with other people cheering us on. You can sign up at dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass. Or if you are listening to this on your phone, you could probably go to where you're listening right now and go to the notes and there's a link there that you can tap right there to sign up. Or you could just go to dinacataldo.com forward slash calendar masterclass. Okay, so the first thing I want to do in this episode is introduce you to a concept my coach calls the manual. The manual is a shortcut for talking about the way we believe that other people should behave and how things in the world should be. I want you to think about someone who really annoys you, angers you, pushes your buttons. What do you think about them? How should they be different? How do you think they should be behaving? Should they be nicer? Should they show up on time? Should they make better decisions for their life? I have thought all of these things about people. What I have learned over time is that when I notice these thoughts, I need to take a step back from them because they feel true to me, but they're not. They should be exactly as they are right now. There's a lesson they may need to learn that they haven't learned yet, and they need to learn it in their own time and in their own way. We have zero control over when or if that happens. Or maybe they're going through something that we can't see because we are not all-knowing, and it's impacting how they show up in the world. This is what I want to offer you in this episode. Nothing has gone wrong. (laughs) Each of us is on our own path. And what's most important is that we put our attention on our own life and how we're living. That is how we are going to create the greatest happiness in our life and how we are going to create what we want instead of putting our attention on what we don't want and what we think is wrong with the world or with other people. So here's how the manual shows up for us. Here's the first example. We think our romantic partner said or did or didn't do something. And you have a thought that they should have X, (laughs) taken out the garbage, whatever. What you're really making it mean is that they don't care about you or they're not pulling their weight in the relationship. That's the real underlying thought there. You feel angry, but they don't feel angry. And when we think this thought that they're not pulling their weight in the relationship, that they don't care about it, care about us, we become angry or hurt. Maybe we, you know, push the feeling away for a while, telling ourselves that it's not that big a deal, but the anger and hurt can still come out in really rude ways where we snap seemingly for no reason. 
Or we make passive aggressive remarks or we ignore them and we don't investigate why we feel what we're feeling and we don't talk to our partner in a deeply connective way about what's bothering us. We might just yell out what's bothering us. All of these actions lead to the result that we make it so we're more disconnected from our partner and that's all we really wanted in the first place. The second example here is this. Maybe you're in a business partnership and you think that the other partners in your firm should behave differently. For instance, maybe you think that the other partners are slow in making a decision impacting your shares and they need to get their butts in gear. When you think this thought, you feel annoyed. And when you feel annoyed, you fume in your office. You don't want to talk to the other partners. Maybe you disengage in meetings. If you voice your opinion, it may come out more snippy than is helpful. Maybe you get defensive when you're asked questions. What's not happening is that you're not problem solving for what they need to come to a decision. You're not thinking about how you can make their lives easier. You're also disconnecting from the partnership. Our business partnership is like any relationship. We need to nourish it for it to continue to thrive. The result is that you disconnect from the partnership and they probably don't make their decision any faster. Here's the last example I want to give you. You get an email from opposing counsel or a client. You read it and you think something like, that is so unprofessional. You feel angry, so you write a nasty email back, or you fume in your office, or you go and you complain to other people in your office about how unprofessional they were, and it's not always, or ever, a quick complaint where you just tell someone what happened so you can fix the problem. Instead, you and your co-conspirator tear this person down and point out every fault they have. Have I engaged in these behaviors? Of course. And it's always the least productive way of approaching things. I've also been on the other end of this behavior, and it's always not what the person thinks. So when you get an email from a lawyer who feels very angry and self-righteous about their response, it makes the other person shut down. They don't want to engage. You didn't quote unquote put them in their place. You just killed a relationship and you missed an opportunity to have an adult conversation. I'm not saying you don't take time to think through a response if it's appropriate, but telling the person that they're unprofessional or that they're rude or whatever you want to say to them in the heat of the moment is, I'm going to say, usually not ever the right decision. You're actually becoming the person that you originally thought they were. Let me drive this point home because most of us don't see this. Whatever you think about the person on the other end of your self-righteousness is actually coming out in your actions. So you are becoming the person that you are judging. So let's go through these examples. In the first one about the romantic partner, you, and I don't mean you specifically, I'm saying you as in the hypothetical lawyer, (laughs) you were thinking something like, they don't care about me, or they're not pulling their weight in the relationship. That was the judgment your brain had. Proceeding to be um, passive aggressive or snapping at your partner and everything we talked about in that example is not showing that you care about them. And it's definitely not pulling your weight in the relationship. A relationship works two ways. In the second example about the business partners, you were upset that the other partners weren't making a decision quickly enough. The judgment your brain had about them applies to you too. 
You can continue to make decisions that impact you instead of giving your power away to their indecision. Because your brain is working on a plan to either get the result you want no matter what. Your brain is, instead of doing that, is actually what's going on. Your brain is just waiting for something to happen, right? You're not actually working on that plan. You're being indecisive. So in the email example, if you fume and snap at the co-counsel or the client or you gossip or you send out angry emails, whatever, you are becoming the unprofessional person you were judging them to be. Did that hurt a little? Because when I learned this, it hurt. (laughs) And when I point this out to my clients, I've been told it's like a punch to the gut. If it did, that's okay. This is just something to bring into your awareness. Our anger, our annoyance, or frustration, it all feels very self-righteous. That's all ego talking. We're right, they're wrong. We know what we're doing, they don't. Catch yourself and then ask yourself how you can improve your thoughts to improve the outcome you want instead of them doing something differently and you telling them how they should behave. That never goes over well. How would you like it if someone told you what to do and how to behave? Because they don't have to change. They get to continue behaving exactly as they do and none of your thoughts or your words, they may not even bother them. They get to think whatever they want to think. Can you influence outcomes with your behavior? Yeah, you can. But you have to work on your thoughts to do that. And when you spin out in your judgment, you are not going to be able to do that. So I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself so you can begin bringing even more awareness to what is happening here. And This is something that you can do with anybody. Like it could be your mom, it could be your dad. I mean, whatever is happening there, I want you to really like dig in here. Um, And and this is going to be very helpful in helping bring you awareness of the relationships that you have and how you are responding to them. The first question I want you to ask yourself after you've picked that person you want to focus on, in what ways do you believe they should behave. Like list it all down. How exactly should they behave? This is your manual for them. This is what you think should be happening. The second question I want you to ask yourself is in what ways do you believe that they should be more like you? Like list them all down, write it all out. The third question I want you to ask yourself is in what ways do you wish you were more like them? I guarantee you some of the judgment that we have comes from us wishing we could do something they were doing. Now, how would you feel if someone told you to be different than you were? That's the last question. So I hope this was helpful. I know this comes up every single day for all of us. And the question really becomes for us is how do we want to respond? What do we want to think? Because we are the ones who have the thoughts about the behavior. We have the ability to control them. We have the ability to observe what's going on in our brain. And a lot of times, like for me, I notice this for myself, is I will notice the anger and the frustration first, and I'll need to take a step back and say, whoa, okay, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling annoyed. Why? What's the thought behind this? And then you can ask yourself, okay, well, how do I want to feel about this? Like, what do I want to be thinking about this behavior? 
right? Like just ask yourself these questions. You will find a more productive way of behaving so that you can create the outcome that you want instead of just spinning out with some outcome that you're settling with, okay? Now, if you want to take this work deeper, this is the work I do with my clients. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session and set up a call with me. And it's so interesting because like when I'm working with my clients, it's not just all law, right? Like it's not always about, okay, how should I be working in my business? A lot of times the drama that comes up in our brains that prevents us from doing the most important work in our life is the drama that comes up in personal relationships. So I have conversations with them about their judgments of their partner or their judgments about, you know, their parents, you know, things like that that come up that can interfere with our ability to focus on what's most important for us and fostering the relationships that we want in our life. Like that's the kind of work that we often do. It's not just about the mind drama maybe we have about hearings or what we're thinking about our clients and how we can get more billables in. Like that is the work that we do. So if you want to work with me, go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session and we can talk. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.